welcome to the four weeks of Halloween. Theme in Yellow, Carl Sandburg, 1878 to 1967. I spot the hills with yellow balls in autumn. I light the prairie cornfields orange and tawny gold clusters, and I am called pumpkins. On the last of October, when dusk is fallen, children join hands and circle round me singing ghost songs and love to the harvest moon. I am jack-o'-lantern with terrible teeth, and the children know I am fooling. Welcome to the four weeks of Halloween. This is our special short order uh, podcast, four episodes through the month to help you have the spooky season that you deserve. This is uh, a show for the horror curious. You know there's things you can watch and see and read to really have the experience of Halloween, but you don't want to wander in there and see something really gross. So I'm Jamie Gower. And I'm Mari Eckstein Gower. And we're here to give you suggestions each week. Today, um, this episode we're calling Trick or Treat. And it's kind of, here are some things that you can think about and experience throughout the entire month. Um, you know, we thought about doing this because Halloween is a, is a great holiday because it's still kind of open. We don't, it doesn't feel as uh, structured as other holidays, at least to me. I don't know how you... No, I feel the same way. And and it's a nice thing to be able to kind of pick how gross you want it. I suppose gross isn't the right word, but, uh, <laughs> you know, just how how scary you want your Halloween to be because uh, I just re have memories of, oh, God, my older cousins watching things like uh, Dracula and, and the Mummy when I was very little and being so scared by them. And that wasn't a fun Halloween for me to be scared, at least not on that level. And, and for some people, it is fun. I mean, for the longest time, my comfort movie was Aliens. Well... You know, so everybody, everybody has their, their, their limits and they have the things that are cozy, the things that are spooky, the things that are scary and the things that are upsetting. And I call, you know, I believe in the bravery of limits. If there's something you don't want to see, for instance, I have never seen and never will see the exorcist. Really? Yeah. Yeah. That's just not for some reason. There's something about that. I don't know if it's a child in peril or something like that. Or pea soup. Pea soup. Yeah, any of those issues. So so I've set my limits, and I think it's okay, um, you listener, to set your limits. And that's what we're going to try to present now, is things that, that might be fun for you, so you can have a, a fun Halloween. Uh, do you want to just go ahead and start these now, or do you give anything else on, on Halloween? I think you've pretty much covered it. Oh, thank goodness. Yes. Okay. <laughs> well... The it's it's almost I'm gonna suggest a movie and I feel almost like like I could stop there. My my work is done for the month. There there's plenty more to talk about. But the movie I'm gonna recommend, if you haven't seen it, uh you should see it. If you have seen it, you should watch it again, is the movie Van Helsing, the Stephen Summers movie with uh, Hugh Jackman from two thousand four. Oh, and Kate Beckinsale. Kate Beckinsale, that's right, in A Lot of Leather is mine. A Lot of Leather, I think one of her early uh, toe 
holds into that kind of a genre. Yes, yes, which she she's definitely excelled at. Uh, away from Shakespeare and Jane Austen and into the the more kick-ass. Yes. Now, if you're new to the movie Van Helsing or you know of the movie Van Helsing and you wonder what the heck I'm on about, um, I will say right up front, Van Helsing is not a good movie. But I would argue that Van Helsing is a great movie. It is so big. It is so dumb. It is so ridiculous. And it commits every step of the way to its big, dumb ridiculousness. And I know there, there's one scene in particular that, that's your favorite, Mari. Well, I have two favorite scenes. Two? Oh, I, okay. I, I love the uh, carriage chase with the horses jumping over the the chasm and, and they, yeah. The, they, they jump the gorge, as people they, tend to do in carriages. Right, exactly. Yeah, yeah. yeah. They, they and, uh, you know, Bullet. Yeah, exactly. It's, Bullet it's, learns something from Just them. like Steve McQueen. Yeah. And then I love the vampires flying with flying and carrying cows and throwing cows around. I mean that that's sort of to me the epitome of how um, deliciously ridiculous that film is. That that it's it's really signaling it's not taking itself super seriously. I do have to admit that the the vampire guy is a bit creepy. Richard Roxburgh, the yeah, Australian actor, does yeah. a nice job. De- delivers one whole uh, monologue walking up a wall. Yeah, yeah. He he's a little he's a little creepy for me, but the rest of it was so silly. You know, all of the the Dracula's brides <laughs> carrying those cows in the air, just oh. So flying cows and uh, jumping carriages. Uh, was it? Uh, it's got. Uh, Mr. Jekyll, it's got Dracula, it's got Frankenstein, it's got Frankenstein's monster, it has werewolves, it has Igor. Um, the whole, everybody shows up. Everybody. And uh, yeah, almost like a, like a uh, Abbott and Costello movie. Okay, so, so there's a movie recommendation for you. Now, you may be more into books. Well, wait, wait. Oh, I oh. have another movie that if I want to get into the mood for the month... Oh, bonus. Uh, well, yeah, because I like The Brothers Grimm, the one with with Matt Damon and uh, all of that, that crew, you know. Yeah, you know, you you, had, you mentioned this to me, and I was I was a little, like, I, I think it's, it's a good movie. What is it that makes you think Halloween for this? I, well, for one thing, you know, it is, it is dealing with all of, those um, folk tales, and I guess I just liked the idea of the the woman sort of warrior character that that uh, the huntress mm. portrays, mm-hmm. and and this is way before um, before she played Cersei in uh, Game of Thrones. That she just was very kick ass as far as coming in there and and dealing with stuff and and it, it's just another take it's a take on the idea of these guys being flim flam men men that discover that the stuff that they think that their play acting is actually real mm-hmm. and in a sense what's more of a play acting fun thing than halloween 
Oh, well, that's a, that's a really good choice for Halloween then. That brings the whole thing together on the movies. Um, so we've done movies. We've got two for you that you can watch this month. Now, there's also, let's talk about books, because some people want to curl up with a book in this time. And um, I will tell you, we had uh, three books that we were going to recommend, and, we, and we're going to recommend them at various points, but we ran into a very special book um, that uh, turns out it's, it's um, every chapter is a day or a night in October, leading up to a cataclysmic event on the 31st. We're in the middle of it right now and loving the heck out of it. And what um, it's called, it's a night in the lonely, lonesome October by Roger Zelazny, a very famous science fiction author of the mid-century. I love the, uh, the dedication page because that kind of gives you a little bit of a flavor of the things that, that he's... Um, doing uh, an homage to, like, it's it says, to Mary Shelley, Edgar Allan Poe, Bram Stoker, Sir Arthur Conan Doyle, H.P. Lovecraft, Ray Bradbury, Robert Block, Albert Payson Teru, and the makers of a lot of old movies. Well, the last two, I, I'm not familiar with their work. They're, they're famous horror authors. Oh, are they? Oh, yeah. okay. Block, at least. Oh, all right. Well, the others are are pretty obvious who he's mm-hmm. who he's um, paying tribute to. Yeah, the the basic premise of this is since the um, the full moon is going to come on October thirty first, some uh, year in the late eighteen hundreds, and because of this, all these different quote unquote players in the game have arrived. Some are openers, some are closers as they put it. This is as much as we know, because we're halfway through. But it's Frankenstein, Dracula, um, the Wolfman, a witch, a mad Russian monk. I think that's Rasputin. Probably, yeah, it's supposed yeah, to be Rasputin. Yeah, sort, sort of very Rasputin-y. And, um, and Jack the Ripper. And they all have familiars, an owl, a cat, a snake. And the best part is that the entire book is narrated by Jack's dog. I love the dog. Yeah. <laughs> so because it's so sweet. Yeah, I mean it's it, it's like he's got his job and he's really working hard at his job. It's and and he has a very definite role. And yeah, he's he's yeah. one of the smartest people in the entire game. Oh, humans yeah. and uh familiars. Oh yeah. 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 Well, did you mention Sherlock Holmes. Oh, that's oh, right. I the great, the, the great detective. The great detective. Yeah, in his, his many disguises. Yes, exactly. He's uh, he's running around as a woman in in most of it. The thing about it is is every chapter is a particular night and a day, and so evidently, and because this book's been around for a while, evidently there are people that will read a chapter on the appropriate day throughout the month. Um, so. And the thing I will say is if you do pick it up now, um, we weren't able to find it in the library. We did actually have to go buy a copy. Um, but if you find it now, uh, the opening chapters are very short. So you can catch up and do the night at a time um, if you want to. We are barreling ahead because we want to find out what happens. Oh, yeah. Well, I thought it was interesting that uh, that 
the in the uh, back um, information on on the copy I have that they talk about how Neil Gaiman used that as a inspiration for one of his books. The um, what was it? The only, only the end of the world again. Yeah, yeah, I've 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 read it. It's pretty crazy. Is it? Okay, yeah. I haven't read it, so I don't know. It's 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 dark and humorous at the same time. Well, that's very gaming. It's very gaming. Yeah, very gaming. Okay, so um, that was it. Our recommendation for books. There will be more because um, we do have a bunch lined up. There's some. There's a couple of. There's a couple of classics and a couple of new ones that um, I really enjoyed. Let's talk about comics real fast because um, I do think it's an undervalued way of telling a story and there's some wonderful stuff. And if you want a comic that's going to last you for the month and also you can pick and choose how, um, how scary, how spooky, uh, how fun you want to go, um, I highly recommend The Dark Horse Big Book of Horror. And Dark Horse is a publisher, and the Big Book of Horror is actually a collection of collections. Oh, okay. Yeah. yeah. So there's monsters, witches, various collections of things. So there's a lot to read, um, and uh, they're they're very fun, and they really range in terms of story style and artistic style. Is it going to be all creepy stuff? Am I going to be freaked out by that? Some of it you will. Okay. Um, I, I'm going to be very honest. Some of it is, is flat out almost EC comic horror. Um, what does that mean? I don't know. EC, the, the, the comics of the fifties. Oh, it, those are very creepy. Yeah, yeah. The very creepy ones, like uh, tales of the crypt and all that kind okay. of stuff. Some of it is, some of it is light. Um, like every book ends with, um, a, a story from this series about a group of dogs who solve uh, dog-related supernatural things. A haunted, like at one point there's a haunted doghouse. Oh, that's sweet. Yeah. yeah. And and the nice thing about comics is, is you can kind of scan through the pictures and go, ooh, and yeah. you don't have to read it. You can move on. So um, the thing about uh, comics is, there, this particular comic is it is available through the Hoopla service if your library system uh, subscribes. We're in King County Library System, and, and we can get it through there, so you can check it out if you oh, want. Oh, see, I love that. I love being able to get these books through the library. Oh, yeah, yeah. And, and you know, on the whole, we've been trying to come up with stuff that we know that you guys can go out and just check out. Um, you know, the um, Night in the Lonesome October was so wonderful, we had to mention it. Yeah. Yeah. But that that's, yeah, it's, it's hard to find. Mm-hmm. I'm going to, um, and, I, and I, I don't mean to dominate the conversation, I'm, I'm going to uh, also mention a podcast. Maybe you want to listen to stories. And um, it was really funny because when I started looking at, uh, I, there were some podcasts I already subscribed to, and I started looking for more, and there are a mess load out there. It's really amazing. And some of them are great. Um, one of them I'd highly recommend is the Camp Monsters podcast. And that's from REI. Um, and yeah. Wait, the Sporting's Good? The Sporting Good, they, they are sponsoring a podcast. And basically, it's the kind of ghost and monster stories that you tell around the campfire. And there is literally a campfire. The, 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 they go all over the country. And they're based on actual legends from oh. actual regions in the country. 
Oh, that sounds great. Yeah. So the, the, you're always at there. The guy that tells them is a wonderful storyteller. He's a wonderful story writer. And, um, they, and they, they range, they can, they can get pretty spooky, but I will say that they get spooky. Um, okay. Not gross. Not gross. Okay. And to use a, use the technical term. Well, you know me, <laughs> I don't like it to be too gross. So those are our recommendations for things that maybe you can use to, to approach and, and kind of settle in into October with the leaves changing and the weather getting slightly cooler. Well, wait, is there a book that you would recommend that you, since we, we did recommend a book that they can't get out of the library, is there a book that you can add that to the recommendations today that they could get out of the library that would be a little bit easier to get a hold of? Okay, well, actually, um, we had a couple, I had a couple of books that are um, collections, story collections. So you can be reading the stories throughout and uh, one for an adult audience and one for a young adult audience. Oh, that's great. Okay. Um, the Weird by Anne and Jeff Vandermeer. They're both established authors. In fact, Jeff uh, Vandermeer wrote Annihilation, which was made into the movie. Okay. Um, that was very popular. And The Weird is a collection of stories that aren't necessarily... Um, Science fiction aren't necessarily ghost stories, aren't necessarily horror stories. They're weird. Okay. And and they do range all over. Um, some of them are cute, and uh, a lot of them. In fact, my my favorite um, body horror um, science fiction story, uh, the autopsy, is is in there. Um, oh. Yeah. Yeah. So <laughs> okay. If 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 you don't <laughs> if you don't like blood and guts, don't read the autopsy. Uh, okay. Um, but anyway, there, there's books and it ranges from like, uh, 1908 all the way up to, uh, the, the 21st century. Oh, so that's it's a, great. It's okay. a survey. Oh, all right. Cool. Of, of those things. Um, and I'm pretty sure that's available at the library. Okay. The Weird by Anne and Jeff Vandermeer. Also, everything that we're talking about, we will have in show notes. And the one that just came out which I thought was just, just hilarious, um, is Stories to Keep You Alive Despite Vampires. Oh, great title. Isn't that a great... Yeah, it's by uh, Ben Acker, who with Acker and Blacker, they did uh, The Thrilling Adventure Hour. Oh, okay. Yeah. yeah. And he, uh-huh. he writes for TV. And it's kind of a Scheherazade um, with a teenager captured by vampires, but... He knows if he tells, keeps telling them good spooky stories, they'll keep him alive to hear the next one. Oh, what a great concept. Right. And there's a, there's a whole meta story about okay. how he manages to escape. So um, that is, uh, you know, definitely maybe um, a, you know, probably even a middle schooler uh-huh. would enjoy it. It's not, it's not super spooky. In fact, most of the stories are making fun of uh, ghost stories. Oh, I love that. Okay. Yeah. So those are those are the books I'd recommend from the library. Okay. Okay. So those are our recommendations. Uh, so so what's our week. lineup? Our lineup, that's a good point. We've got three more weeks yeah. coming up. And um, for the last week, that is the time when kids really know it's Halloween and they're going to be thinking of trick-or-treating. And, so, and, and I do believe at its heart, 
the trick-or-treating, it's for kids. Yeah. The holiday is yeah. for kids. Yeah, it definitely. So on that last one, we're going to talk more about things you can, you can do with kids and, and maybe a few recommendations that, that you can be um, entertaining yourself while you're waiting for the doorbell to ring if you don't have kids and you're just handing candy out. Um, but we'll do more things like that. In fact, like one of the books I was going to mention today is perfect for kids, and we'll talk about that. Okay. And then I was thinking uh, next week and the third week of Halloween, we dig in to some specific topics that occur over and over and over. Um, specifically, haunted houses next week. Ooh, ghosts. Ghosts, yeah. haunted houses, ghost manifestations, yeah. the whole yeah, thing. Yeah. And then the week after... Uh, we're going to talk about witches. One of my favorite subjects. Great. Uh, yeah, yeah. You have you have some very interesting takes there, um, and uh, so that's what we're going to be doing. Uh, we are very happy that you joined us tonight, today, tonight. It could be anything. It's a podcast. You'll Who listen to it when you want. When? Who knows when? You might be listening to this in May of 2023, or driving someplace. Yes. Who knows where? Who knows where? Um, but thank you for joining us. And do you have anything to add before just, we... Just a thank you from me as well. Okay. Good night, everybody. And we'll see you next week. Ooh. <laughs>